everybody hi it's Minnie. we are back for another week we never stop we keep rolling even when it's colder than cold outside we are here to have a really good time vibe out i got some amazing people hearing me today and i'm so excited to like just talk about these cool things i have my girl sal so groovy hanging out with us hey hey sal (laughs) and i have sam trump right now he's over there getting ready for his live show yes he will be performing live on the show today have a a call in from e like e she's a new york based artist and i can't wait to talk to her either she's going to be calling us in a little bit we're going to talk about the urban sculptures of SZA and 21 savage how dennis Rodman wants to play basketball for peace and we also are going to address how you identify fashion since Sal's in the building. You know, I definitely think that's something we should should combat in our daily lives is how do you how do you F it up? You know, how do you spice it up a little bit? Yeah, I'll tell y'all real easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, you saying it's easy, but I don't believe you. Look, I tried today and I'm not getting my Sal on. <laughs> but maybe by the end of the show, I'll be somewhere as far as being that much fresher of a human being. What do you think? Yeah, we'll be we'll be one step closer. I need help too, honestly. Like I'm so like uniform. I need some kind of like spice in my life. Like, yeah, yeah. I you can feel have, that. You can have a spicy uniform. This is my uniform. Not to, not 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 spicy. Just a little spice. Oh, okay, just yeah. a little little pepper. A little not pepper. no cayenne. <laughs> not no cayenne. Okay. Oh, I little. need the cayenne. I need the. <laughs> right, what's hotter than the cayenne? I need the jerk sauce. Okay. Y'all keep okay. the jerk sauce in the cayenne. I just want a little, a little pepper. A little pepper. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but I'm actually going to go ahead and play a little music right now. I'm going to play an amazing song that I found today by Ancient Curses called Danza. They have like little to no views on SoundCloud, but after today, I'm hoping that they get a little more love because this song is great. I'm going to check it out right here on Nitty's Knocker.
just got really loud in here oh it's my headphones hitting us or is it my camera i just figured out how to live stream guys okay i'm a little like all over the place because i didn't know how to do it from the iphone on youtube but it's on the iphone on youtube now this is lit yes honey when i tell you that the camera is amazing no, you gotta you see. You you have to see. Oh, sit, sit it over there, Brandon. Hey, y'all. Hey, Sass. Wow. Say hey. Say hey. We live streaming. Hey, Sam. <laughs> All right, I'm excited. We doing we doing good. So today, I would like to talk about some cool stuff. First thing I like to talk about. That sounds so formal, right? Today I'm feeling very formal for some reason. There are urban sculptures in New York City at the um, the Brooklyn Museum. Of SZA, 21 Savage, and Metro Boomin. Like, you can literally go look at them like you can look at Abraham Lincoln, you know. like. And the reason that they have this is a, it's a collaboration with Spotify, Spotify's Rap Caviar playlist. So it's like um, the Brooklyn Museum is displaying them uh, larger than life, like huge sculptures that's paying homage to them as like uh, pacemakers, basically, for music right now. You, know? you say and, who? It's SZA, 21 Savage, and Metro Boomin. So they, basically, they um, showed the characteristics showing the artist's, like, best hit, right? So with SZA, it's the love galore, so they put the butterfly on it and all of that cool stuff. 21 Savage is the bank account, um, and then Future is the uh, Metro's future mask off thing. So when I saw them, I was like, is this real or is this, like, a joke? You know, is somebody playing a game, like... They putting these kids on statues now, but I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, it's cool because like they're young and they already being looked at as like game changers and pacemakers and basically the culture. But it's just like, come on! <laughs> you mad? You don't? You I, mad? I mean, I'm on board, but it's still like there's so much more like positive in things that really matter. Like it's 21 Savage. Like, what does he promote? Okay, pause. That's oh where we're going to stop like, today. <laughs> this is about the highlight of something amazing. I mean, it's amazing, but I'm just saying, like, 
it could have been somebody more amazing. No, but I honestly think this is a perfect example of what our music has done for people. Like, these are three African-American artists who are relevant enough for Spotify to have, to pay homage. Like, when you think about it, you never really see African-Americans receiving that type of love in these museums. Like, they'll put Lady Gaga, they'll put, you know, Miley Cyrus, which they just sometimes, you know. You, listen to, you, 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 know. you enjoy a little Miley sometimes. I listened to her when she was like Hannah Montana. I'm not going to lie, but, you know. She started twerking with bears and stuff, and I just don't know. Twerking with bears. Hey, she was, though. She actually left and came back to hip-hop, which is also another story for another time. But I think that that's a, a – I see the beauty in that, you know. Like, I listen to the Rap Caviar on Spotify whenever I have Spotify on my phone. I'm – I have a love-hate relationship, so I delete it often and bring it back. But I always listen to that playlist, and those songs are always at the top of the playlist, you know? The turn-up songs, the songs that make you think about love a little bit, you know? Yeah, true. I just want to know, are they planning to continue it, or is it I think it's just like a... No, I think it's just a situation. They're probably going to give them to them or something, you know. But, you know, like when the Museum of Contemporary Art, they do a display and they have the art for so long. I think it's pretty much on the same level of that. I don't think it'll be a forever piece in the Brooklyn Museum. Okay. Because if they were going to continue to, like, spotlight who's always hot, that would be kind of cool. I'm just curious about this selection of three people. I'm not going to... I would have had no complaint if it was just the Migos. Right? That's coach. Like, that's coach. If it was just the Migos, I'd have been like, oh, that's dope. Like, you know, like, I would have had no criticism. But, like, you know, it's 21 Savage. (laughs) But, I mean, but it's based on rap caviar, though. You know, it's a specific thing that Spotify did for that. I mean, I to agree. SZA, she definitely broke out this year. Like, definitely. So, she, and then her, I didn't expect that album to go crazy like it did. And Metro, Metro is the culture. Like every for the last three or four years, he's been putting out. He he keeping these rappers relevant. Future, um, Thug, he make them hot. So Metro deserved that statue. Okay, cool. Glad you see things so much. You don't like the bank account song? That's uh, every time I'm counting numbers. Once again, I count that's like Metro that. booming. Like I mean, like what you think, Sam? Uh, I just think that there's a. Uh, I mean, I agree with Brandon. I, I agree with Brandon uh, that there's just so much more. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm in. I'm in the same boat uh, as far as you know. These three people. I mean, it's, it's making a statement saying that these are the people that's running it right now. Um, I don't know if that's fair to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, the question is, is, man, is this it? Is this like the end all be all, or is it going to continue? And uh, also, um, yeah, I, I think there's people even before them that. Uh, <laughs> deserve no, a statue. I agree. A statue. <laughs> that's that's what I'm I saying. A, I need a little Kim statue stacked <laughs> in three different outfits. No, seriously, that. Beyonce <laughs> did her justice this year. Are we gonna get a Beyonce statue? Yeah. Like I'm just saying, like okay. a Rihanna statue. Okay, I hear you. I feel you, but I think just looking at it conceptually on what Spotify is yeah, doing in right, general right. because I mean I would love to see more of it maybe this will be something that makes yeah. other museums say hey let's do some painting let's find artists who've done those you know fan art pictures and, and put pieces together for them you know like I think that would be a way to keep it moving yeah more I guess. modern but like, I yeah. think that 
they definitely are hitting something by. I, I like see Big Sean over Twenty One Savage. No real talk, but you got to <laughs> think about it too. What is what is this generation under us listening to, or not even generation? Because we're kind of like it's like I think feel like we got the new millennials and the old millennials, and we kind of like on the I old. No, we're a different generation. I mean, Our we, ten years has stopped. Okay. The people younger than us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, people younger than us. I'll be looking at them like, what are you talking about? I don't know, like, I, I appreciate some of the mumble rap. Like, it, it, it has its time and place, you know. Like, Gucci Gang, I'm sorry, I listen to, I like that song. It's, it's catchy, that little piano at the beginning. It like, is catchy raw, because, like, you know? honestly, that's how Unigang came into play. So, you know, like. <laughs> I coined that. Of um, course, we we love the Gucci Gang song because it <laughs> gave us a new level of amazing. No, but it was people on Twitter saying that Lil Pump was better than Big Shine. Like, now these are kids, right. I was getting upset. Like, are you serious? And I'm like, let me go to your oh. profile and see who's saying this. Oh, you haven't even great. How are you even on my profile? Like, what, what? but the reason they say that is because that's, you know, that's what's glorified. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's the reason why you don't see a Big Sean statue over 21 Savage. You know what I'm saying? So they will say 21 Savage is better than Big Sean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People follow trends, and people, you know, people don't think for themselves. So like, a lot of think, a lot of, of um, it's like a big statement to put those three artists out. That's true. It is. It is a huge statement. I kind of, that's why it shocked me. I was like, "This is a joke." They playing like nobody did that for real. But when I read into it, I was like, "Wow!" They Spotify and you got to think about who's doing it. Look at the market of what who's doing this. Spotify, mm-hmm. right? They work with labels. They work with Atlantic Records and Sony and all these big labels. So they're gonna do something that's gonna keep them making money. Because they they are more about the the core. Whoa. They're more about the money part of it than they are about the culture. But they know that our culture is impacting. So my thing is, I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? Like keep doing. But I want to see more of this happening after this. That's big, crazy. Big ordeal. I was I was gonna say that ten minutes ago. It's cool. You can't live today. <laughs> It's been a lot of. Notes. That's what I was gonna get at, but you go, you had it. You can you want to add? Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. You said basically we on the same page. You said what I was gonna say. Good, good, Brandon. Good. Cause gosh, sometimes I wonder. <laughs> sometimes I wonder what you are doing here. Jeez. I'm feisty today. Look, I'm waiting for my jerk sauce. I'm trying to get get fresh with the with the fashion, but I actually want to go into a little bit more music before we talk some more about cool stuff we don't have to talk about statues no more but I, you know it was definitely something to, to think about it. like wow they made some statues of SZA and and Metro and Boomin and 21 honestly, Savage that's the one that got me though. I'm not yeah, gonna lie honestly, 21 yeah. Savage I'm like they couldn't do Beyonce because Beyonce would be automatically a shrine I don't think they want a shrine in New York <laughs> City in front of the museum that is true that yeah. is true but I'm gonna go ahead and get into another song that I found on SoundCloud this one um, is called Galactic Pony. So okay. it's like a genuine remix and uh, definitely okay. might turn some heads. Um, I, like I said, I was just listening to stuff today and I say, like, oh, genuine, all right. But here it is, right here on Nitty Snocker. Nine o'clock, Nine o'clock. All, alone. all alone, paging you, wishing you come over my place. We just can't keep talking about the last time you were here and what we did. No sleep till morning. Only bubble baths and back rubs. Hit me back, girl. I hope you hurry, cause I'm 
session in here with the what's this thing with the chimes he had some live chiming to the to the remix that was galactic pony by galaxy featuring Vito. so whoever you are i appreciate you for just blowing up the nitpicks playlist because man i was at the house like i wanted to like tee up but my mind wasn't there yet but here i'm like okay it's making more sense but I like to go into talking about Mr. Rodman. <clears throat> Dennis. Dennis is up to something else once again. The fact that, let's see, just talk about the fact that he is keeping relations. I really believe that he is the reason why Kim, John, or whatever you say his name, is not really at odds with us. You know, they have him, he loves Dennis Rodman. They have like this friendship, literally, like. Dennis Rodman goes and has diplomatic talks with this guy, and, like, it's real, what? right? So Dennis Rodman is proposing a basketball game to ease tensions between our territory, Guam, which is what North Korea is wanting to sink right now. So he's like, you know what, let's play basketball. You know, basketball for peace. Dunk you know. on them. Dunk on them. I agree with that because I just think, you know, we might win. <laughs> um, but I also think if we win, that still might not be a good thing. Yeah, that's the kind of so, I was thinking about. Like, what if we? And you know for sure, U.S. gonna be dunking on them, <laughs> and then it's gonna be even more tension. 
Were they going to dunk on him and then smile, shake hands? Well, the way Dennis Rodman sees it, he says that it's like a power thing. You know, they're both throwing out, oh, we're going to do the nukes. Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. But nobody's actually really going to do it. You know, he just thinks it's a it's a power struggle. You know, they want to see who's going to be more afraid of the outcome. But nobody wants to go into nuclear war. Nobody really wants to destroy their homes or any other but homes. Also, nobody wants to talk and just have conversation. That too, you know, people... Like, why, why can't y'all just be adults and sit down and talk about it instead of play games? Because nukes. I mean, in reality... <laughs> in rea- I don't know, I feel like... Nukes the, is games too? We, the nukes make the news because it keeps people, like, at alert and kind of in fear. Like, our country has so many kind of measures when it comes to, like, actually a nuclear attack that it, we wouldn't even be affected. Plus, nuclear means everybody gets affected. Mm-hmm. War is we bad all, for we all die. yeah. Sure. War is bad for business. So, like that <laughs> going back and forth, arguing about some businesses, not all businesses. Yeah, I mean everybody's affected. So, like mm-hmm. different trades and different things that go from country to country will be affected. Like I don't. I think a lot of that's just talk. Maybe it's just to buy time too. Just do maybe some, it some is because tomfoolery. Maybe they just <laughs> want Dennis Rodman to be our new president. I feel hey. I'm completely down. I feel I'm like down. he's a better role model than Mr. I don't know. I saw his uh, acceptance speech. <laughs> How'd you he talked about was how he wasn't, he could have been a better dad. I was just like, dang. Well, you um, know, he's um, not out here grabbing him by the, you know. I mean, he might be. Dennis, it is Dennis Robin. Well, yeah. the, I mean, he was pretty eccentric. I'm not going to. No, I saw an interview. This man said he broke his penis. Like, oh, yeah. All yeah. things are possible. What are you doing? <laughs> right. Like, Dennis Rodman made it possible. Like, I mean, I don't... But does that mean he has, like, malicious intent? Like, doesn't, like... Yeah, he could still be a good... He could actually... Because look at it this way. Everybody got flaws. Everybody is capable of being crazy or having a little nuttiness to him. He's just very open with his, right? So is Donald Trump. Would you want Donald Trump or Dennis Rodman in office? Like, I would go for Mr. Rodman. Honestly, I feel like he's very diplomatic. I feel like he he's been doing this since the 90s, by the way. He's had relations with like North Korea since the 90s because they they are fans of him. They love him. So for somebody that I feel like he has some type of impact for him to even make national news about this, like, oh, he's going to go. Proposed so a basketball he's actually game. been keeping it in check with North Korea. I think so. We know. I, yeah, he has. He yeah, well, has. Yes. He's like I, the Secret Service. I think North, North Koreans live vicariously <laughs> through Dennis Rodman. Like they're everything they. He's everything they wish they could be over there. <laughs> he got the but they will fear. never ever be as wild as Dennis Rodman. But they'll watch him act a fool. That's uh, true. So if you could, if you could do something to change, let's say there was something like a basketball game that could bring peace between these countries. Sal, what would you do? We got to have, like, a cooking contest. Like, we baking cakes. We making pies. Okay. We got the best pie. America's still going to win because, you know, we fat like that. <laughs> yeah, we are very um, obese. But, yeah, <laughs> come, let's go down south. You know, I'm from the south. So, let's go down south, get some pecan pie. Yeah, I've never pie. had pecan pie. You know, it's my favorite. And I don't really know if North Korea got the pie game down like that. So, we're going to see. <laughs> but isn't this for, like, peace, right? So, like, the question is, why are we going to do something that's going to create a competition why can't we do? Why can't because it can be fun. Well, it's not fun. The well, but somebody has fun. to win. So why? What? What if we just create a collaborative thing that like 
is a project that we all collaborate on to create something awesome and there's no winner or what if we make food together right yes cooking for like a cause food just cooking for food that's (laughs) the cause i mean competition is just natural it's it's a natural human instinct like we could never like people ask me brandon you ever think there'll be like world peace i feel like they can be peace people can get along but like there'll never be like peace because we all are naturally competitive like you put two dogs in a room you put three dogs in a room one of those we dogs. We talking about men, or are we talking about? We talking about people. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's all it's nature. Like we all are competitive. Like we all want what somebody else have. It's natural. Like so, yeah. I don't think competition is bad. Like we could definitely have fun well, with Sam, competition. Sam, what, what would you do? I don't know what I would do, but I I, I think that um, I think that I'm naturally competitive. But I don't think everybody's competitive, you know. And I think that along with what B is saying, I think maybe doing something collaborative that's like. Well, there's no win or lose because I, I don't like losing. I'm a winner. All day, all day. You want to like win. He's got the charity game going crazy. Like, this is for charity. He's like, no, I want to win. <laughs> we could just do like a jigsaw puzzle together. <laughs> or, or yeah, like, the, do like a collage or something. The, the giant um, Jenga, you know? Yeah, like the Jenga. First, or like a sip and paint. Like, you know, like. Or like meditate together. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably really the answer. <laughs> Look, food won't do it, music won't do it. We just need to sit and think about what we're doing together <laughs> and realize, you know, this doesn't make too much sense now that we're sitting together People's in the just, same room. You know, uh, it's a big session. A big session. A big session. A big session. No, because some people get paranoid. So that could cause issues. You get paranoid, but you'd be too stuck to even get up and go do anything about the paranoia. So like, But I, then you're going to go back home after and be like, nah, it's on. Like, I ain't got time. <laughs> And then you're going to go home and eat. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you feel some type of way about that. After you do all of that, you eat, you know what I'm saying? You're a fool and you still have some kind of hate in your heart. You just need to go, like, reevaluate, like, who you are as a person. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You know what? You, okay, so that's the, that's the cycle right here. We meditate when in a session. And then <laughs> we have you playing the chimes while we're in the session. Maybe drums, but I, I'm thinking chimes. I'm kind of feeling the chimes. And Sal's going to make some pie, and then we'll yeah. just go over it. I'm going to eat the pie and <laughs> supervise the making of the pie. <laughs> I'm the supervisor. That's one thing I love about Sal. Like, I comment on her Instagram stories too much, probably. Every time she is dancing or cooking or just being Sal, I'm like, you know what? I needed this. I needed this today. Thank you, Sal. You know what I'm saying? Because no it, just, it just tickles me yeah. how, like, into whatever you be doing you just be so into it and it's just like getting dressed in the morning you know and I'm like I'm gonna try that <laughs> I just have no cooth that's all that is it's okay I, I like it I like that you're I uncouth. like that <laughs> no, no cool. My, I used to you can't that say word. I like that <laughs> what cause it reminds me of Mr. Hotspot so the dude the schmackable like mm, that, like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you guys just he had a got, moment there. He said he was eating the Migos rap snacks. He, mm-hmm, smackable. <laughs> he make almost makes me want to dab, and he just goes into dabbing. Oh, that's a Vine dude. Or oh, he is just Man, he, he's beyond Vine. Honestly, he can he do no that. wrong. No. No. Y'all have y'all seen that white guy on Twitter? He's called Doink Talk, and he has like the flat backwood, and he's just sitting talking. He's like, uh, he's like. Lock up, he like lock up Russ, lock up J Cole. 
He like let that boy Bobby smell the album. It's an old white guy. He's like eighty years old, smoking the backwood, just talking stuff. Going like, crazy. You got to check it out after, after Is he the being show. Ah oh, no no. But well, well, he read. He yeah, say like so. Uh, let's let's uh-huh. talk about this. He said free Bobby Schmurder. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's good in my book. Yeah, I think we should free Bobby Schmurder too. He started an epidemic and then disappeared. You know, yeah. everybody was at the club throwing their hats up and just dropping it. You know, like he he started something that that nobody could bring back. You know, what's her name tried, but she's just on a different wave. Cool. The other girl from New York. Young M.A. Young M.A., yeah, because she kind of made a song that sounded like the Schmurda song. And yeah, and then she got her money and dips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She back, though. She got a song called Walk or something. It's decent, actually. Well, we're going to listen to more Underground here because we love Underground, right? We love the stuff that they don't play on the, the big airwaves mm-hmm. because the local airwaves need it. So I think I want to listen to a song by Elikey. He likey. Sam knows you, girl. We can't wait to talk to you. He, he taught me the right way to say your name. I'm grateful. We're going to play one of her songs right now, and it's called I Want You, right here on Nitty's Knocker. <laughs>
got a call i hope they call back whoever you were please call me back we would love to talk to you or should i call them back is that normal call them back. Just do it. it's like uh ricky smiley prank calls <laughs> the funniest one he called somebody and told them that they were about to donate their refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> i think the funniest one to me was when he um what was it he was playing an indian person and he said he dropped the iron on the the, you dig, but uh, we got a call back. <laughs> hello, hello, welcome to Nitty's Knocker. Hey, Nitty's Knocker, this is Alaiki calling you. How are you? Hi, I'm awesome. It's so good to hear your voice. Likewise, thanks for um having me. Girl, I've been trying to get a hold of you for some time now. This is great. Thank you. I'm I'm mad grateful. Thank you for. Being so persistent and awesome. No, most definitely. We just played one of your songs, actually. Um, I want you. I think that's the song I actually heard that made me want to get you on the show. And I was just like, oh, cool. I, I hit my content producer. I was like, yo, like, if I get it, get it. Yell at her. Do what you got to do to make her be a part of what we got going on. But hopefully you didn't. Thank know. you. <laughs> so how's Thank the weather? Thank you so much. I'm so sorry. How's the weather? Oh, the weather right now in New York is kind of crazy. It's icy and, like, cold outside. But, um, you know, it's wintertime. Not anything near, like, Chicago, you know. What you mean? Because um, we over here going through it. Yeah, it's cold. Really? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's like my car slid a little bit. <laughs> it was 19 when I got Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like Chicago winter, you know what I mean? Like, nothing... But everything prepares you after Chicago. When people say some something's cold, you're like, no, this isn't cold. You you haven't been to Chicago. That's true. So, you're you right. You know. <laughs> you're right. You're right yeah. about that because um, you can you can like bleed like icicles. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. 
It is. So <laughs> how's New York treating you? I know that you moved to New York from Chicago, correct? I did. How's that transition for you? Um, For me, the transition was amazing because you're talking to a girl that was raised as like one of a kind and one of a kind is hard anywhere. I was raised on the south side and in Greektown and, um, you know, Chicago segregation was very difficult because white flight was occurring as I was growing up and I'm half Greek. I was never Greek enough for my Greek side. And then I was like, I stood out because I was white with like red curly hair Mm -hmm. on the south side going through the school system. So I really felt like the segregation and like the public schools closing. I was always transferring schools. And when I came to New York, I saw culture and diversity and I was hooked. I embraced it like immediately. And how long have you been there? A few years. I go back and forth between Chicago and um, New York City. Um, Cause Chicago's home. My mom is still there with my grandmother. My niece and my brother are also there. So I try to visit at least twice or once a year if I can. How do you feel about New York pizza? That's a real question because they try uh, to say don't that. Make me do it. You have to for the for the for the shy because it's nothing like a deep dish pizza or some Italian fiesta. You know, like we right. we got the juice up here, but they trying to say New York got the juice for pizza. How do you feel? Okay, I'll tell you this much. The best pizzas I've ever had, and I'm going to tell you the three. Um, I love Aurelio's pizza. I love Italian Fiesta pizza. And there's a pizzeria in Brooklyn. I used to live near Coney Island. And um, I, it was called La Rosa off the D train on 86th and Bay Parkway. Mm-hmm. And between those three pizzas that I've tried in my entire life, they stand out to me. They're memorable. And they're like the best pizza for me so i wouldn't say that new york has the best pizza but they have a good contender pizza for chicago pizza that works. i'll say that much that, look that works <laughs> sal what, yeah. what about you sal what's your favorite pizza so you I'm have you had new york pizza i have had both i've been to new york only once uh but i'm from memphis in memphis we like barbecue okay so barbecue uh, pizza is forever back when i was eating bacon you know mm-hmm. that's my pizza of choice but do they have it in chicago for you no, it's not, it's not. I mean, Demos does, but it's Demos, Demos really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Demos is Chicago pizza. It's, it's only local, so. Very true. Yeah. Demos. What about you, Sam? Uh, hey, Sam Trump. I saw that you were going to be on the show. Yo, 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 <laughs> what's, up? what's up, comrade? How was Africa? Africa was great. It was great. Dope. I saw the photos, man. It looks cool. I saw everything, but this isn't about me, so I'm sorry. No, it's all good. <laughs> no, it's about oh, everybody. Good to, good to hear you. Uh, you as well. Uh, yeah, uh, I used to live in Bridgeport, and Freddy's was kind of the spot that I got hooked on uh, for a while. I haven't had Demos yet. I haven't had Pequods. I've heard people talk about Pequods. I haven't heard had um, a couple other ones, but yeah, Freddy's just stands out right now. Well, what I'm going to say is just pizza. You know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's Chicago. We have everything you can. Well, I mean, I'm okay, I will say it's about New York, though. I've been there a few times, and I didn't get the chance to experience the food as much as I wanted to because it's so mm-hmm. big out there that it's just hard to identify where to go for anything. But I did go to a diner out there in Chelsea that's fancy. It's super fancy. It's a 24-hour diner. Love those. That looks like... Malibu? I guess that's what it's called. It had, like, leather couches or something, like, low lights and candles and servers with, you know, the black on. I say, hold on. Are y'all still open or, like... 
are y'all just being nice <laughs> to us? But and they have like five star meals in there. A diner. Yeah, you know, um, She's I'm going to say this much. Malibu. New York diners have nothing on Chicago diners. Can I just be frank? New York diners are cool and they look all like great. But when I sit <laughs> down, you know, a diner is good. If you sit down and they can make scrambled eggs or any kind of egg, you know, a diner is terrible. If you sit down and they can't make eggs right. And in New York, that and soup, like I, I can't get like a good breakfast with like, I'm talking like hash brown potatoes mm. in New York City for my life. But I will say this. I did have a good diner experience recently in Westbury. They throw down at the diner in Westbury, which is like Long Island, New York. So yeah, I heard Long Island of New got York. the juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have so, a few uh, listeners and people. I play music from artists from out there. Um, okay, and I, I've heard good things about Long Island, so that that's definitely a a place I have to go next time I'm out in New York. But um, how do you feel about unicorns? I am one. I feel great about them. <laughs> yes, yes. See, this right here is what I'm talking about. You know, like <laughs> fellow unicorns joining together to be amazing and powerful and bring beauty to the world and radiate greatness, you know? So, how did you're you, right about that. How did you get on your yeah. whole unicorn spill? I, I have to know the story. Kind of like how you got on your unicorn, like attracts like, and I think you what you said right there, one day I woke up and I realized that energy was currency, and I decided to um, spread positive energy um, to as many people as possible, and that's what I've been devoting my time to, my meditations to, my silent moments, has all been towards not only bettering myself, but others, and through you know, refusing to let any negative energy uh, come into my system. You, you know, we live in a world of duality, so it happens. But I'm, you know, when you're a unicorn, you have a constant Care Bear stare. Mm-hmm. And, you, mm-hmm. you know, that that's just how I decide to live life every day, you know. And that's my unicorn swag Steve, you know. That's yeah, how I I'm became a unicorn. And, and ring the chime for you. Yeah. So. Just, my hand looked real crippled when I was just doing that, but that's 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 the like and love I, I love to hear from from people, and that's why I push so hard to to get the people on the show that I bring on because if you're doing something and I'm watching you, like I watch a lot of people, you know, I'm real quiet about it, and you know, I might giggle here or there, like a post and makes write something really cute or something, but I'm always watching, and when I feel like somebody's progressing. And, and going in a way that, like, is just giving, like, goodness to the people around them. I always want to be a part of that, you know. And I've de- redeveloped a circle so that I can be constantly around those types of people. And it makes mm-hmm. it easier to find people like you. Isn't that awesome? Like, wow. It, it really fascinates me. One, one great thing about technology that I will say um, is that law of attraction happens even faster because we were able to find one another in such a quick way through social media, through Instagram, through SoundCloud, you know, and I'm just appreciative, you know, like now, like when you said what you just said, it resonated with me and I'm like, that's why we're talking right now, like the positive energy bandwagon that there needs to be more of because, you know, that's how we meet each other even just pedestrian in life i'm sitting with a good friend of mine you can't see him but he's a painter from uruguay and you know i met him with that same sort of energy i had just finished doing the voice and i crossed paths with him 
I was in Harlem and we were at a restaurant and he had a gallery opening and we've been like so tight ever since, but that's the energy. It's, it's vibration. It's frequency. It's tapping in and like paying attention and law of attraction is real. What you give is what you get. Very true. And I know that since, you know, Sam, like obviously you have to be like super awesome in general, you know, like this, this guy's super cool. Like, you know, everything, Everything you're right. Everything does fall into place the way it's supposed to, and I'm I'm glad that the things that I mentioned can resonate, you know, and and stick with you because that's the idea, you know, is to be able to have a platform. It's still it's a good news platform, so you know people get like, oh yeah, well, okay, that's cool, but I want to go look look at some BS. I want to go see somebody gossip or argue, but positivity does it does bring more and more people slowly but surely. You know, people will will be a part of what you're giving as long as you're consistent with it. And if we're consistently trying to push positivity, then it's only going to go better. You know, there's no way you can ever fail from that, you know. Correct. Yeah, I, I have, agree with I you. Have, I have another question. Um, are you a Red Lobster girl or an Olive Garden girl? I just, I'm curious. Hey, you know, I'm both. And here's why, though. But here's why. They both have specials. Olive Garden, you can get the soup and the breadsticks. Red Lobster, you can get the seafood special, get, you know, cheesy bread rolls and get salad, too. You don't even have to get fish if you don't want to. You can just have the cheese rolls and some salad and some soup, you know. Right. So are they are they combined? Like, are they like a combined corporation? Because <laughs> I don't know. I'm attracted to that. I'm attracted to the, like, lunch special. And they both have one. So I can't I can't choose. But if you were like, we got to flip a coin to like you. You got to make a choice. I'd have to say Red Lobster because I can't right, see myself living without right. those cheesy biscuits. Hey, you're right. You're right. You, you know what? Sal, you were about to say something. Oh, Jess, they're, they are owned by the same person. I used to work at Olive Garden. Why are you so, playing with me? Just a little fun fact. Uh-huh. You can't compete against the same place. Well, yes, you can because Red Lobster's better. <laughs> That's crazy because I can't go without them cheddar biscuits either. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Lobster yeah. Fest, Shrimp Fest, Endless Shrimp. Mm-hmm. Meat. It's so many options at any given time, you know, and they even take coupons. I yep. love restaurants that take coupons. If you get a local paper delivered to your house and you live near Red Lobster, it will have Red Lobster coupons in there. Mm-hmm. And they give them to you at the boat. My great-grandma, she don't go no more, bless her soul, you know. But she would go to the boat and come home with all these free Red Lobster coupon dinner things and take the whole family Red Lobster. To the boat. <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce goes to Red Lobster. Yes. So I'm going to Red Lobster. Yeah. Yeah, see, I think we all in the same wave pattern. Give me give me a little insight on this song that we're going to be playing today. Which song are you playing next, Skin? Skizin. Okay, so Skin is an unreleased song. Um, and Skin, it grows with you. It's a part of you. Um, you you shed it. You It hurts you when it leaves you to be with another. And it, it's a part of you until it fades away when we die, it's your skin. And the way that the person in the song made me feel, the skin is like our largest organ, and we forget that, at least I do, I don't know, maybe maybe you're more conscious than I am, but how, I was like, how could I define the entirety of my experience with this person? And there was a point where I was like, I let you get under my skin. Mm-hmm. And once you get there, it's hard to escape. So that's, that's pretty much the inspiration. 
Okay, well, I'm very, very excited to listen to this song. How can we keep up with you and what you're doing musically for fun, you know, living life as a unicorn? Yes. So you can follow me at um, Soul on Instagram. That's E-L-I-K-I-S-O-L, like the sun. And um, that's the best way to keep up with me. I have my band camp directly in my bio. Um, can I just shout out two people real quick? I want to shout out Keith Shockley and Stutterman from the Bomb Squad, Public Enemy, um, who I know are listening oh, and have been crazy. like holding me down musically. And, um, you know, I just wanted to shout them out because, you know, they're amazing too. And, you know, just going back to a lot of attraction. But the best way to keep up with what's about to go down in the next few months, follow me on Instagram for more information um, at Soul, E-L-I-K-I-S-O-L. Well, thank you so much for talking to us and vibing with us today. And until I talk to you next time, girlfriend, peace, love, and happiness. Hey, can I just say God bless y'all. Thank you so much for having me. Um, It's so important. Thank you for reaching out to me because you gave me a voice today. And I appreciate that. Thank you for finding me. Continue to spread love and positive energy. And um, I'll see you all in the future. God bless you. Peace, Sam. Peace, everybody who I didn't get to mention or meet directly. And thank you for playing my music. Thank you. Thank you, girl. Talk to you soon. All right. Peace. And we are going to go ahead and play this jam by Elikey called Skin right here on Nitty's Knocker. Oh, uh-huh. 
She has a beautiful voice. Did you guys like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You like it, Sal? <laughs> Very much so. So, Sam just told Sal that she is the vibe producer. That I like that. Cute. I don't want to put that on a card. Yeah, you got to do something with that. Professional vibe producer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The most lit. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Most that's, that's actually my title, yeah. The Most Lit. I see, look, <laughs> we're getting somewhere, but I actually want to go ahead and get into, <clears throat> you want to do the chimes for me, Sir Sam, the unicorn gospel. All right, so basically, for those of you who don't know, unicorn gospel is a verse that I take from the book. You know, we all know the book. We all have heard the book from our parents and who, whomever. And this is my take on what some of these things mean. You know, it's just a book to help you as guidance. Sometimes things get twisted, but I try to find the, the best way to explain what they might mean and how it make me me feel good personally. So this week's Unicorn Gospel is from First Peter chapter three, verse three and four. It has to do with personal style and being yourself. So, do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in the universe's sight is very precious. Mm. So, so, what I got from that is basically um, we live in a world where we want to be like the next person. Social media has put us in a place where we feel like we don't do enough if we are not the person with all of the followers or taking the really fancy pictures and wearing the fashion over outfit that everybody else is wearing. And I'm not going to lie where they jeans because they fit your girl real good. <laughs> but in general, you know, looking the same. There are so many women, so many men, so many people that just have the same look, the same ideas, the same, um, even the way that they talk. You know, people adapt people's lingo and take it from themselves. So don't, intern- don't, don't internalize what you are seeing on other people. You have to look at their hair and their jewelry and everything they're doing and say, that looks great on you. You can look at it as something that can assist you in possibly becoming cool, like a cooler style or a different look or something that makes you feel good. But don't do it because somebody else is doing it. You have to be that good person that you know you are inside. You have to look inside of yourself and say, "Okay, I know what I'm capable of. I know that I have a a good heart. I know that I have something to give to the universe and the world. And if you continue to do that, you will you will understand that. Everything that you're doing is uh, it's, it's like a gem. It's like a diamond. It's like a ruby. Let's use rubies and emeralds. Okay, because you know, the monopoly of diamonds is something else. But <laughs> rubies and, and emeralds are very precious stones. Black diamonds are very precious stones. And you yourself 
are one of those stones and you are different from the next stone. You are a gem in your own sense. And you have to identify with your own light. What, whichever way the light shines into you mm-hmm. is how it shines into you. Way your fashion styles into you is how it shines into you. You know, and that's why, like, you know, I enjoy having people with with a variety around me. You know, with with Sal and her styling and the way that you do music, Sam is just is different. You know, to and it's like, what do you do sound wise? You know, you can sing, you can play all these different instruments, but it's relative to you only. Nobody else can be a Sam Trump. Nobody else can be a Sal so groovy. But we can look at you and say, I respect what you're doing and I will want to have a piece of that. You know, I don't want to embody it, but I want a piece of it. So this week's Unicorn Gospel is just highlighting that. It's just cherish yourself. Cherish the heart that you have. Cherish the mindset that you have and just continue to nourish it so that you can be that black diamond, that ruby, that emerald that you are supposed to be in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, say that verse one more time for the. It is First uh, Peter's First Peter's three First Peter chapter three verse three and four. Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in the universe's sight is very precious. I'm a unicorn. I'm a unicorn. I'm a unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's this week's unicorn gospel. Um, It's beautiful. Right on time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes and every week I come with something that I feel like I've been dealing with on my own. You know, it's like stop trying to turn Nitty's Knocker into a brand for for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Turn it into the brand it's supposed to be for the people it's supposed to be for. And channel your energy in that way, you know. Don't try to make your page, like, the next, you know, quote. You can work with them and ask them to help you out, but don't embody what they're doing because that's theirs. Yeah. You know, I think so. it's about making you who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, supporting the vision of you. Yeah. At all times. <laughs> um, I kind of have, like, a viewpoint as well um, with the with the scripture um, <coughs> unicorn gospel with the unicorn gospel. <laughs> <laughs> the scripture of the unicorn gospel <laughs> um, that I, I feel that is really saying to look within um, and to to not aim well just like one would aim to, to be as beautiful on the outside to aim to be that much that beautiful or even more on the inside you know because that is um as well we can find peace within ourselves you know um trying to please other people's eyes with what we do on the external um can only go so far when we're happy and content with ourselves and what we have on the inside um and how that reflects and how that affects people's lives positively i think that's where the reward is and i think that's what they mean by like the in the universe's eyes, you know, that's that's what matters. Very true. Yeah, I definitely definitely wanna like piggyback off of that. That's so true, like, um especially like in the society we live in, it's really like material based and, you know, wrapped around consumerism and even as a stylist I try not to let, you know, what I look like determine how I feel about myself or even how I expect other people to feel about me. And that's that's really what it is, like knowing who you are 
you know, and finding that freedom of being yourself, you know, and like other people can be themselves around you and then you can look good. Do you know what I mean? I feel you, be I out feel. Here, <laughs> you know. I definitely agree with what they said. I wanna feedback off what they said, like um we live in a world where we as consumers we always looking at what the next person is doing. You know, we look up to these celebrities that we've made celebrities. They're not really celebrities until we make them celebrities, you know. Um but they're not happy, you know. They're always doing things to change their appearance and, you know, some of them some of them are the most depressed people. They have the most money and the most clout and the fame, you know. So you got to realize who you are cuz basically if we just looking at the next person, we have to sheep following sheep, you know. Um everybody's lost, you know. So you just got to figure out who you are and be you to the fullest fullest potential like, you know. And um, I feel like with that with us remembering or understanding that we are in a lost generation right now like if we start channeling into who we are a little bit more it'll force other people to do the same and then you won't have this wave of you know everybody trying to be the next person and kids hurting themselves and killing themselves and doing things like that because they don't feel like they belong or fit in you'll have like i honestly have not heard of so much death from from babies a 10 year old little girl you know what i'm saying like that stuff is crazy because they don't feel like they belong anywhere and we gotta be able to evaluate what's going on with the younger generation because they for real y'all they need our help and we are so consumed as a whole not just speaking on who's in the room as a whole we're consumed with with the the way that social media has given everybody a platform and just go, I got to do it, I got to do it, I got to do it. But look at the people who are looking at you. Look at the babies that's looking at you and make sure you're teaching them how to do it on their own, how to be their own voice at mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah, it's definitely going to say that. Like, I think it all starts at the house. Like they say, like, you have to feed into your kids. You know, society, especially for minority kids, um, society definitely has a picture already painted Mm -hmm. for how minority children are and the type of people that they're going to be. So make sure you let your kid know they can be anything they want to be as long as it's productive and it doesn't hurt anyone um, in any way, shape, form or fashion. And just let your children know they can be whoever they want to be. They can be alternative. They can like, you know anime they can be smart they don't have to play basketball you know Mm -hmm. i like that you said that because um denzel washington said something like that like maybe last month that it started at home and he got washed on twitter for saying that and it but it's it's true like it does start at home i don't know where we became like we we didn't want to be held accountable for Mm -hmm. the house but like we i feel like we all grew up in the same kind of generation i'm born 92 92 95 You Yeah yeah But y'all seem more Your mature. boy Not, Oh you look oh, Y'all yeah, you, some golden right, so you, Look at you, y'all you, you, you understand <laughs> You understand how we was raised Like it was no nonsense Like you know Now these generation Is just I don't understand it Like if you born after 95 yeah. 94 90, 96 97 I don't I don't understand you You know <laughs> But we gotta Take a step back And look back at the younger generation Because they looking up at All this Quote unquote perfection and they're trying to be that. We already understand that that's not real. Mm-hmm. But we got a whole generation behind us that doesn't understand that that's not real. Right. And they're getting bullied because they're trying to live up to these expectations of perfection that aren't real. Mm-hmm. You know, so it starts at home. It starts with the mom, like, being on daughter. You can, you can, you can look like you look. You don't have to be. That's fake. You know, telling your daughter that's fake. Telling your son he don't have to be an athlete to to be a successful black person. You know, mm-hmm. being a nerd is fine, or what we call a nerd is okay. Like. That's where it starts. 
Very chill. And that is our unicorn gospel for the week. I I love when we can all engage in into a conversation about it because I, I want to know what other people feel and think about you know the way I might interpret something and it it feels good to know that we all are on that same wave pattern of understanding learning more and more because we're still young we're still growing you know every day you are growing and learning something that you did not know before I think it speaks well to supporting individuality as part of the whole and so what we do in this room is nice. You know, we all have different opinions. We all look different. We all act different. But we all can be part of the same thing. And so that's what we're trying to teach our young people is that it's okay to be different. And it, it makes sense to be different because it's part of the whole to be different. Very true. Very true. You got something to say, Sal? Oh, no. I was just turning the mic towards my face. Okay, I feel <laughs> you. I feel. Go ahead. Um, I do a lot of talking in schools. Um and that's one thing that I, I have said to people about the work that I do is like it's very important for the youth today to instill this sense of um of purpose and and belonging and also self like self worth and value. Um and yes that it it is it's always refreshing to hear like a new artist or to see a visual artist that brings their own perspective and we say, Man, that's so refreshing but they're just being themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, they're just doing them, you know? And so, like, if we all understand that nobody else can do us better, then we can do our own selves, you know what I'm saying? So we just focus on being ourselves. And work hard at being yourself because you're looking at these people. A lot of them that we know personally, they did not get a silver spoon. They worked their butts off Mm -hmm. to be able to say what they say, do what they want, and make the moves that they want. It's not just given to them, Yeah. right? So we got that's what this is the main thing you gotta remember is look at it, yeah, be inspired. And everybody not gonna like you for you being you. Like you're not gonna please everybody. Like right. I see a lot of like I watch a, a video on on Twitter or Facebook and it would be beautiful. Like, you know, I'm like, oh that touched my heart. Somebody in the comments got something negative to say about it. Like it can so it's that's the special thing about your opinion. It's your opinion. You Very know it's, true. it's who you are, you know. So like you just gotta be an individual, you know? Well that's how I feel. That was a great unicorn gospel. And we are actually going to go ahead and go live. If you guys want to watch, if you're listening in, you can watch via the Nitty's Knocker Facebook page um, or my regular Facebook page. We are broadcasting live because Sam Trump, y'all, Sam Trump is about to make some noise in here live on Nitty's Knocker.
and clap. I'm a clap. I'm a clap. <laughs> I'm a clap. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that's great. I better play on what's some little things that y'all be doing when y'all be recording yourself, but it keep going. What is that called? Yeah, what's the name of that machine? Oh, it's a loop pedal. Oh, that's the simple name. <laughs> a loop pedal. A loop station. It seems so difficult to use, to be quite honest, because I'm like, mm, you got to keep remembering to hit your foot. On something. <laughs> what if you forget to hit your foot on it, and then maybe the wrong voice part? When I feel like it's, I want to learn though. I definitely would like to have a session of me, because uh, I got a little something in the vocal there. You know, <clears throat> you know, I can play a little the bit on it. Unicorn wants to play a little bit, a little bit. Um, but thank you. That was amazing. You're very talented. You can do like the beatboxing and everything. So you know, and my mom was watching live, and she said, "Great job." You know, she loves it. So. Thank you, thank you, Shout out to the moms. <laughs> yeah, shout out to mom. Yeah, mom. Shout out to moms. <laughs> <laughs> but now we can actually go ahead into um, Share Speaks Light, which is our talk about. Um, basically, she has her. You know, I'll let her explain it. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> well, can you get the chimes for me, Sam? Mm. Yeah, we gotta like own the chimes. <laughs> Woo. Strong. Centering ourselves into the space. So Shara Speaks Light is about taking um, our own internal thoughts and taking language and what we're thinking in language and then being able to alchemize what we're thinking into something that works for us instead of works in detriment of us. So um, today it was interesting because I've been going through this period of like true adversity. And so when, first thing when I think of adversity is like what does adversity mean so what are some synonyms or some like comparable words to adversity to you opposition opposition little struggle struggle antagonist. Ugh. antagonist difficulty brutal i hate this yeah so these are some of the words that come into contact with what we feel in those moments of things not being so unicorny or rainbowy. And so That's it's a sad world. It is, me, right? And so what I want to do is is kind of think about some of the things that go on in our mind during times of adversity. So we can say yeah, things are struggling or things are difficult, but what what truly is being said in our mind during those times. So I know for me, when I go through a period of adversity, I'm like, man, am I doing the right things? Is there more that I could be doing? Maybe I'm doing too much. Wait, maybe I'm not doing enough. Wait, are my parents proud of me? Wait, I don't know what's going on. So that's me when I think of the struggle that's going on inside of me. Am I going to be able to pay my bills? Am I going to be able to do all that? Like that's what's going on in my head. But I know everybody has their own narrative that's a little bit different. Um, does anyone want to share a little bit about what narrative goes on in their head when they're going through some struggle? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> right? Because it's Mm-mm. not positive, right? There's some like hurtful things that we say to ourselves during those times right yeah always like self-doubt that's like my biggest like Mm -hmm. when you're going into something new um that might you might be uncomfortable in is always just that self-doubt like can i do it you know right can i do it is it possible is it possible to like love everything and still get to a point of like Um, understanding that this adversarial experience is like really what's making us stronger than we've already been. So 
I always look at it as, okay, yeah, I'm going through this period. And, like, Brandon came in today, and he's like, you're a little quiet. What's going on? And I'm like, I'm kind of going through it. (laughs) 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 I'm kind of going through it right now. And he's like, "What? You you, even you go through it? I didn't think even you go, go through it. And it's like, yeah, I do go through it sometimes. But, you know, it's because I've practiced the the opposition of like light language to help me get through these moments. So, um, so the narrative, no one wants to share what's going on in their head when they have any difficulty. So, um, can you think of something that you do in amidst adversity or opposition that leads you to a better place? So I'll share that. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) I've actually been, been, um, like intentionally working on how I speak to myself because I used to say the craziest things to myself. Can you give us just a little, you know? Okay, so yeah. I'm a Capricorn and not that that matters, but um, when I don't get something right, it really bothers me. So I would say things like, oh my gosh, you can't do anything right Ugh, or yeah. you're worthless. And yeah. even, you know, especially as a woman, people are always trying to, you know, get us to feel like we don't know what we're talking about. Right. So I would fall trapping that and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know, you know, what I'm talking about, even though I do. But now I exercise. So that's the first thing. I've been telling everyone to go exercise. Like body exercise? Yeah, like that really helps me out. Like it forces me, like I'm taking care of myself. Sure. So it's like even if I'm feeling bad in this moment in my life, I'm still taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And it helps me like get the thoughts out and it also helps me like get the physical anger out because when I get upset Mm. it manifests as physical anger Mm. and I can't be out here hitting people so let me go hit a gym (laughs) let me go hit a a crunch you know what I mean and that's that's been my saving grace for about the last month and a half working out so (laughs) when you're going through the experience of kind of being at the gym do you like are you playing out this narrative in your mind and then like thinking of new things to kind of fill your mind in that space or like what what is what is being thought of as you're you know trying to get rid of this anger so I know we can't curse on the show yeah so what I actually say to myself I can't say but it goes along the lines of you are the stuff in the toilet HBIC. So if you could put that together, right. so that's what I, so that's what I tell myself while I'm going through. I'm like, you're still amazing. You know, you're still. I think I figured out what you said. I think right. I'm gonna start. Yeah, saying I got that. it. I got you what you said. You have to connect the dots. I'm right. gonna put this in a swear jar. But it's like it's like you know, I still have yet to get one of those. But we're here with you. Use my pocket. She didn't really swear. But um, so what I'm hearing is that like as soon as as soon as we go through the experience, and I think this is true for a lot of us, as soon as we go through an experience of difficulty, it triggers us to get to a place in our minds that is self-soothing and self-nurturing it's like the the moment adversarial things challenges opposition juxtaposition happens it's because we've turned away from ourselves Mm -hmm. we've turned away and and stopped giving ourselves the love that we need to get to feel really great so the first thing you said is like you're i'm awesome yeah you know and it's like as soon as that happens we're gonna say something like that i'm awesome what else are you gonna say all right I can do it. This is let's do this. I bought a cup with put all my pins in it that says let's do this. Does it work for you? Um, I'm getting there. Right. I'm still in like Sal, you know, 
Um, I've known her for a little bit. I've seen sometimes, you know, some unhappy moments. You know, she's seen some unhappy moments with me. And as we've grown, you know, we can identify and say that we don't, we have not handled things the best, you know. Um, But, you know, saying ugly things, hurting yourself, doing, you know, I write blog posts randomly whenever I'm really, really in one of those vulnerable moments, like, you know, few months back I was in LA I was in a very vulnerable place I had to write the post and send it to everybody like hey if you feeling like hurting yourself or or dying or whatever please read this because writing helped me you know feel better so what you did in those moments is that you didn't stop yourself from having the feelings Mm -hmm. and you allowed yourself to Mm -hmm. kind of go through that process I think some of us during periods of difficulty we stop ourselves from even going through the process Mm -hmm. and we don't identify with what we're doing like or what we're feeling in the moment and that leads us to feeling even worse and that's why it makes yeah because if I didn't let myself go to the almost to the extent of it happening, I wouldn't have been able to say, Serenity, stop. Mm. What are you doing? Mm. Are you, you're not thinking, obviously, you know, <laughs> look where you, look, you're thinking now because I'm talking, I can hear my voice. I can literally hear myself talking to myself right. like, stop being silly right now and realize how many people love you, how much of a great life you have and, you know, where you're going with what you're trying to do in the world, mm. you know? So, so yeah, so the next piece to that is like, okay, so yeah, we're in a really, really tough spot. I'm in a really tough spot today. I'm feeling it today. I'm allowing myself to feel it. I cried a little bit. You know, I talked to some people and got some insight, you know, but I think the best thing is gratitude. Mm. And that's the the anecdote to what it is. It's like instead of thinking of all the things that I don't have that are leading me to this place of feeling opposition and not good enough and not doing enough and not being enough, instead I'm going to look at what I do have in my life, even if it's small, and then I'm going to say what I'm gratified about or in gratitude about. And I think... um, that's what my calling was today is like being able to get to that point of like okay like there are things that are really great even though these other things aren't as great as I want them Mm -hmm. to be and then I was talking to Alex when I first got here and I was like are you feeling it you know are you feeling it and then he's like well what's it I'm like the in-between phase when it's like you know you you like started something and it like hasn't taken off yet but it's like in between it's like what are you feeding yourselves in those moments yeah it's challenging because we're trying to build something out of nothing so it's like what are we feeding ourselves in those moments so I think that listening to what we're actually saying writing down what our feelings are in those moments and like acknowledging where we're at. Yeah, I'm feeling a little dark. I'm Mm -hmm. feeling a little annoyed. I'm feeling a little like I'm not good enough right now. And just being there and then taking a moment, taking a breath and being like, okay, Mm -hmm. I got all that out. Now I'm going to use words in a way to help bring me back to the clarity and to my unicornness because it never goes away. (laughs) Very true. And that's the thing. I feel like we have to... um, Stop letting people tell us that we shouldn't feel that way. Right. Because that can cause you to, like, suppress things that you need to address. Exactly. About yourself. Like, stop feeling that way. Get rid of it. That's what we call spiritual bypassing. Mm. You know, it's a bypass to, like the thing that actually is happening right now. And if we're truly spiritual beings and woke, you know, we're allowing every process to have a place so that we can transmute it, so that we can be alchemical about it. Yeah, and I think, like, the the positivity wave kind of has people, like, deflecting from that, you know, 
quintessential part of our being, which yeah. is to like process every emotion. Mm-hmm. If you're spiritual, Jesus got mad. Jesus was flipping tables at one point. <laughs> so this real cool person who's like a, if you believe you in have, that doctrine, yeah. you know, um, and if that's your anchor for how you like to be, if that cool dude was able to flip some tables, mm-hmm. you know, you, it's okay you to flip yours you won't every be able, now and then. You know what I mean? So definitely, yeah. Yeah. And it was funny that you mentioned the um, gratefulness because I just started putting in my notes, like, read this when you're feeling bad. Mm. And it's like grateful for right. my eyes, yeah. my mm. contacts. Yes. <laughs> Seeing. <laughs> um, you know, uh, gratitude is a seat of joy. The gateway to abundance. The gateway to abundance. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I want to say here's, here's an activity that you can do to... I love activities. To start, <laughs> yeah, to start your own gratitude practice. My entire life changed when I started doing this. So first I did with the Oprah thing. So I, I wrote down three things that I was grateful for every single day. But then I made a gratitude jar so it was like tangible. So I like used a post-it note, put the date on it. I'm grateful for all y'all today. And then I would put that inside of a giant jar. And then if I was having an adversarial moment, I would stick both hands in grab a whole bunch and then Mm -hmm. read them all. And then I would also get my friends to put in their experiences of gratitude in the jar too because then I would get that love as well. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we can start on our own. Like if you have a jar or like um, uh, a thing that you can put something in, like a vessel of sorts, like just every day at the end of the day, think of the the day that went by and mm-hmm. then write down like the thing that really brought you to love and light and unicorns and rainbows. Like write that down because that's what we want to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. And if you guys need to listen to a previous show, we did talk about how to feng shui your life. Mm. You know, versus yeah. just your room, mm-hmm. you know, or your living yeah, room or your true. kitchen. Now, we talked about how to do it for your life on a daily basis, as simple as making your bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, turn the TV off an hour before you go to bed and just letting yourself think about what good happened. Right. Even if it was just like, oh, it was a mouse in the house and I got that mug, you know, <laughs> like that made me feel good, you know. And uh, I was listening, Jamila Woods was on a panel one time, and she was just talking about, like, how to decompress before bed and, like, going off, like, the writing thing. Like, writing before you go to bed. Like, some people necessarily don't like to write when they wake up. But writing before you go to bed, getting all those thoughts out. Like, if you cursed out somebody while you were walking across the street or someone really made you upset. Like, getting all of what happened to you throughout the day out before you go to sleep. You can have sweet dreams. Mm. Go to sleep a little so, lavender yeah, on bed. That's like acknowledgement, <laughs> right? So that's that's what we do when we're awakened. We, we acknowledge. And so we're acknowledging that, hey, yeah, I do feel like kind of poopy right now. And mm-hmm. it's okay. And I'm going to I'm gonna write it out. I'm going to be forthcoming with all of the things that I'm feeling. I'm not going to hide myself or anything um, in relation to that. And I'm not going to let someone else tell me to hide myself either. Right. Yeah. Well, cool. that... And that, you know, that's the share speaks life for you guys. Like mm-hmm. we, everything we talk about here is literally for the healing of mind, you mm-hmm. know, as well as to have a good time to laugh and to feel comfortable sharing things you've been through because we never know by just sharing that, yes, I've hurt myself before could help somebody else say, oh man, me too. 
how did you get over it? Right. What what steps did you take? Because right. most people don't talk about the fact that they've been harmful to themselves, whether it's verbally or physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever, you know? Yeah. And you think that, you know, you get to this unicorn status and like you think that you got it all made. Oh, and you, girl, you I know. never even go this there unicorn but anymore. But it's like, shoot. Like, through so, it. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> unicorn has like frazzled hair for a moment, you know? And like, you know, sometimes a rainbow is like pastel colors, you know? Very true. <laughs> But yeah. that's our unicorn gospel. Mm-hmm. I actually want to go ahead into our topic. Our show got kind of little switched up a little bit today. So we're going to do our style quiz and talk about fashion and things like that. And then Sam's going to close out the show with some live performances. You, co- you okay with that? Because mm-hmm. I got to hear some more. got to hear some more, right? <laughs> All right, so I found a style quiz on the internet. What? So on the internet? On the <laughs> internet. <laughs> the wow. big boy. So I'm going to ask about 10 questions to, you know, you guys can answer them and I'll fill it in and it's going to kind of determine your style. So if we opened your closet, start with Sal, if we opened your closet, what color palette will we see? Will we see basics, black and neutrals, a rainbow of colors, earth tones, or black with a touch of bold color? Um, so I'm... I'm going to just give you the I wear primary colors and secondary colors. So, like, orange and purple and green um, and black. So, whatever that means. So, I guess it's, like, black with touches of bold color, right? What about you? Earth tones. Earth tones. All right. Let me. All right. We got the earth tones. And then let's start with you, Sam, on the second question. How would your friends describe you? Traditional and proper, sharp and direct, playful and spirited, relaxed and liberal, innovative and forward thinking? Mm. There's one. Um, give them to them one more time. Traditional and proper, sharp and direct, playful and spirited, relaxed and liberal, innovative and forward thinking. Um, friends would say relax and liberal. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Does that make us friends? <laughs> okay, what about you, Sal? Okay, so can you say the second one again? Sharp and direct. It was. It's going to be, uh, well, no, because I can be, I'm going to say innovative and forward thinking. I think that's narcissistic of me, but I think I'm going to say that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number three. Given a chance, would you? Which would you rather do? Get comfy in khakis and a collar shirt and your loafers. Put on a sleek V-neck top and modern cut pants. Step out in a fun floral dress or bright mixed prints. Throw on a pair of jeans, t-shirt with funky accessories, or grab your favorite jacket with interesting and unusual details to wear with a black pant. So um, it's gonna be the T-shirt one with the with the accessories. Okay. All I really wear is T-shirts. Okay. What about you? Same with you. All right. This is fun, guys. All right. If someone gave you five hundred dollars for clothes, how would you use it? Would you buy a couple of outfits at J. Crew or Banana Republic? Spend it on a cashmere wrap? Splurge on anything that catches your eye? Add to your add your add to your accessories collection with a slouchy suede bag? Buy a dress that makes you feel smart and unique, or a suit that makes you feel smart and unique. You can go first. <laughs> um, it'll be splurge on anything that catches my eye. Okay. Yeah, same. <laughs> okay, we splurging. Yeah. We splurging. All right. When you walk into a crowded room, what would you prefer to do? Blend in, be in control, exude power, be animated, 
seem natural and easygoing, make a statement. I prefer to blend in nowadays. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's such an interesting thing because I don't think I intentionally like want to do any of that. But I guess if I had to, uh, it would to be actually to exude power. Okay. <laughs> when you have the urge or need to go shopping, you are more likely to do which of the following? Purchase practical basics, buy high-quality smart pieces, get something with a splash of color to brighten your day, head to the flea market for some great lived-in and funky finds, or find that usual piece to add to your wardrobe that no one else will have just when I get the when the spirit moves me yeah when you like you know I need to go out and get something what what are you gonna do um I don't know if this is an option but when I feel the need I normally get something that's like high quality like a nice piece or something okay so you buy a high quality smart piece to be in style I try to okay Mm -hmm. I think I'll go with the last one um unusual piece yeah unique pieces that makes me so that's the thing about the whole walk into the room like I like to stand out and I like to look bold, but don't talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This is that kind of like wanting to blend in and not want attention. But I'm also a Leo, so like it's it's not even that. It's just kind of like attract sometimes. So so, like, so you're like more of a, a be being like, controlled type of person because yeah. when it says to exude power, that pretty much means that you're like not trying to take over the room because when you go make a statement you're taking over the room Mm -hmm. but if you are in control of your look you know people notice you but you're still not the person you know they don't feel like you're trying to take over the room Mm -hmm. so you're more of a being controlled type of person too versus blending because that's pretty much what it is like you're still but you're still (laughs) accenting you're still doing your thing in the room and being control of the room that's not mine. <laughs> no. Usually, if I'm going to a room and I'm not already there, I'm going to support somebody. So true. Nice. Okay. You know so let's start with you then. What is your go-to coat like? Is it straight and sleek, sharp and powerful, like boxy, romantic with like some type of flair to it, uh, easygoing, like a flowy cape or something like that, or edgy and asymmetrical? I'd say romantic. All right. What about you, Sal? What was the one before romantic? It was sharp and powerful, perhaps boxy. Um, and so then after of, that was... I would say none of these are the answer, because I like looking very round in mm-hmm. all my coats. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that, edgy and asymmetrical? May, maybe, yeah. Yeah, because asymmetrical, you know, it don't make sense. It's not yeah, mm-hmm, not in mm-hmm. order completely, but it's there. I don't make sense. What about when you flip through pages of fashion magazines, which is most likely to catch your eye? A Ralph Lawrence lifestyle ad, um, that suit or little black dress in the window, um, stacked bangles, a wide brim hat and denim, a story on the new designers from Tokyo and Belgium. <laughs> well, for me, uh, Tokyo and Belgium. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm, what was the second one? Second one was like this little suit, like it says, like the little black dress or that suit for this in the special occasion section. Yeah, that you fancy, huh? <laughs> Trying to be okay. <laughs> okay, we got two more. Uh, which of the following best describes the decor of your home? 
comfortable and traditional, like some Ralph Lauren type of things. Streamlined, tonal with clean surfaces. Uh, fun and unorthodox, which is like colorful. Um, lots of rugs, earth tone and floral prints like the 70s or minimalist, architectural and sculptural, like modernist, futuristic. Mine's definitely got some earth tones and just like real homey. Okay. Relaxed. Okay, gotcha. What about you, Sal? Mine is uh, just graduated from college. Um, so maybe unorthodox. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matches. Okay. We're pretty much in the same place, but you know, it makes sense though. You, you know, walk in and look good. You know. And no, the no, last no. one is what's the, uh, your bag like? Is it a tote with initials, uh, a minimalist tote with neutrals, uh, a leather tote with embellishments or a pop of color, a backpack or worn in leather bag, or uh, a statement? piece like you know like the man purse or the merce you know the statement piece of a merce or man bag. a mag <laughs> uh, i'm normally like schlepping a whole bunch of clothes so i like like totes okay big utility items so would your tote be more initial like oh, louis v would or would like, it be like more like a neutral like a neutral okay yeah. what about you i'd be a backpack Backpack, backpack from Dora the Explorer. All right, so mine was chic and whimsical. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense because I'd be trying to be grown, and then sometimes I was like, you know, I need some pink, heavy, mm-hmm. real pink, you know. Your style is avant garde, which is ultra modern style that uses fashion as an extension of your creativity, often seeks to make a dramatic statement. Typically, the foundation is of your wardrobe is black and your combination style is chic and is defined by a powerful look and sharp lines that seem to come together in an effortless way it is often monochromatic and combined with bold accessories that's Dang, Sal awesome. and this quiz is lit right yeah that's me yours Sam is bohemian so the bohemian style is relaxed, lived in, or funky, and incorporates mm. offbeat accessories and usually lots of denim and suede. It's like a look with an emphasis on natural fabrics and earth tones. The style evolved from the hippie look of the 1960s and the early 1970s. Mm. And your combination style is whimsical. We twins. Um, it's playful and appears to be thrown together, but it's actually a thoughtful combination of colors and patterns. If you're whimsical, you're usually young at heart and your look is ethereal and romantic. Nice. So with these things being said, guys, what is style? How do you define style? You can go first, Sam. Hmm. He got the thinking hat on. He got the heavy eyes. <laughs> style is all about your how. It's how. How you do it. Um, so many ways to do it. There's so many ways to um, to execute. But the how is where the style is. I'll leave it at that. How is where the style is. You should make a song. Yeah, call it the um, ha- the how. I definitely, I definitely agree with how, the how. You know how you are, what you do. Um, but I also think style is you. Um, you 
in another entity, if that makes sense. So, like, mm-hmm. you make music, and your the style of your music is, like, you as mm-hmm. music, right? And um, I remember Kanye West said, we all got to get dressed, so why not get a fit off? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, it's just really an extension of you in this other medium, and this other method, and this other mode. And it's just always about... Um, the way that you use other materials to represent yourself. So you have a radio show, you got music, I got, you know, rooms and plants and furniture and fabric. So that makes sense. We doing it. We out here doing it then. (laughs) That seems like a hard question to identify with is like, how do you define style? And, you know, I I wanted to ask that question because I wanted to see the the struggle in your your head to figure it out, you know, because... You know, for me, I literally said, I was like, well, what exactly is it? And it's just like, well, if I felt like I looked good when I put it on, I'm going to wear it out of the house. You know, mm-hmm. it's that simple for me. It's just like, this fits, this this works today, you know. And then sometimes when you try to wear something because you want it to work, you're uncomfortable. And it, it doesn't make sense for you, right? Yeah. I have a terrible day when I don't like my outfit. Mm-hmm. Make, <laughs> I feel day. really weird some, if the pants are just a little too tight and I'm just like, oh, I'm fat, I'm nasty, oh, my God, I run like mayonnaise. All these crazy, Not you know. Mayonnaise. I, I, hear, I hear it, I hear talk. it. But that's the, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that happens with me with my yeah. with my image. You know, I'm very big on the way I present myself to other people because of the, the way it can be taken from me because I have a very strong personality, you mm-hmm. know. So it's like, man I don't I don't want my style or my personality to intimidate or affect so determining what it means to you is and taking fashion quiz and things like that do help you to say okay this is what I'm trying to do let me look up some tips on how to do that a little bit better yeah I think Sam was saying about how and then I kind of thought about it and it was like how am I going to express myself externally so that I can feel comfortable being who I am so, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's good. I think also, it just came to me while, while you were talking. Um, I think that style is also in the freedom of expression. Right? Style, like, mm. if you're free to express yourself, you're really tapping into what your style is, you know? So, I, I just think that they, the two coincide. You can't have one without the other. <laughs> like like no restrictions, like not worrying about other opinions. Because, like, it's interesting that you say, um, like, uh, you don't want people to be intimidated by you. And people are easily intimidated by black women just off bat. And that's a thought that never runs through my mind. Like, I could care less if I'm intimidating someone because that's, like, how free I am in my style because I know I'm not trying to. Mm-hmm. And if you take it as such because I got on camouflage nails, I don't know what to say to you. But... Um, <laughs> You can say you can have it too. I actually do tell people. They don't believe me. It's a real long long back and forth thing. Um, But yeah, definitely like freedom and not worrying about like how you're coming across when you know that your intentions are pure of just being yourself. Yeah, I'm bad with words, but yeah. You're so good. You're so good. I feel. But that's pretty much, you know, our conversation piece. I I really like how that flowed out. Hopefully it helped you guys and identify a little bit more into your your sense of style. Affirm, reaffirm. Okay, okay, I like that. <laughs> Affirmations are key. And um, I'm gonna go ahead and give the quote of the week, which is from me this week, and it is: "Find happiness in your 
in your style, you own it. Hmm. You know, and for happiness, I'm going to add freedom to that ha- happiness and freedom. Find happiness and freedom in your style because you own it. It's yours. It's nobody else's to determine. And um, with that said, I would like for everybody to go ahead and let let the world know how we keep in touch with you guys. And Sam, also, I do want to say thank you for having a song called Serenity because I say, oh, he must have knew. He must have knew I was going to. I saw you posted that somewhere. I couldn't remember where. but I played it. Uh, yeah, I was talking about it. I was like, he has a song called Serenity. And I played it on the show before mm-hmm. because I was just, and it's so soft. And I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, it's songs with my name. Like, I know <laughs> it was made for me. I'm going to just say that. I'm going to affirm it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that, that, uh, that piece just comes from just a time and place where I wanted to um, convey peace through the music, you know, and um, and so yeah, there's gonna be more of those coming out. Um, if you need soon. more names, all right, you know, just <laughs> hit me up. I got, gotcha. I might have my sisters and I. We are the fruits of the spirit, so if you need names for your music, no legit, like Serenity, Christian, Patience, Felicity. Just had wow. to throw it out there. <laughs> just had to toss it. Hey guys, hope you're listening. I love you. <laughs> but how, um, <laughs> how can we keep in touch with you guys? Um, so yeah, I do have a website. Uh, you can go to my website, samtrumponline.com. Um, I'm on all social media at Sam Trump. That's Trump as in trumpet. Thank you. Um, and I have a SoundCloud as well at um, at Sam Trump. And um, yeah, but go to my website, find out more about me, check out some of my music. I got videos, got more info about uh, where I come from and what I do. Yep. Um, you can find me on all social media, but I would rather you just go to my Instagram, Sal So Groovy, mm-hmm. and that's Sal like pal. Um, and you can go on my website. I'm about to change the domain name to make it a little easier, but it is S. A L Y V A T style dot com, and you can see all of my work. And if you want me to style you, I will. Can you style me? I sure will. <laughs> we gonna have yeah. fun. Ready? Look. Tell me when, because yeah. um, Nitty's ready. I've been waiting for style. To, for to, I've been waiting for you to say that. I'm like so style. I'll style you to go to the grocery store wherever you need to go, girl. You know <laughs> you what? Know. Look, that's how life happens. But I'm grateful. And y'all y'all already know how y'all can find the Nitty's Knocker crew. You know, Unigang squad all day. Um, getting some merch made for that, honestly. Some Nitty's Knocker hoodies and T-shirts. They're going to say Unigang. And some are just going to have the logo. It's, it's time to get official. You feel? Nice, nice. Unigang, go crazy. But until. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so soft at the end, like Unigang. And then you just ring a chime. <laughs> But um, we are going to go ahead and close our show out with some live music once again from the amazing Sam Trump. And until I talk to you lovely, lovely people next time, peace, love, and happiness. Yo, so that last song you heard was a song called Wasn't Looking. Um, it's on my my album that I just released on Thanksgiving Day. It's called Purple Skies. This final song I'm going to do for you is called Brother. I released it as a single about a year ago with the music video. that did really well. Um, this is also on the album Purple Skies. If you haven't heard it, go check it out at samtrump.bandcamp.com.
side. You ain't got to clap. That's all right.